Welcome to the Tim and James universe. The TJU is proud to present 31 Days of Horror The Return What's the matter? Scared to death? Just think Chucky's gonna be a bro know what that means everybody we're on day 26 of uh 31 days of horror the return all right i'm glad you knew that because i didn't know what day we were i pulled it up i mean this is we're recording this on the 26th uh, buddy just with everything going on in my life I, I don't even know what day it is <sighs> i'm guessing something bad happened i'm sure it's gonna happen uh but yeah we're here we're with, so sure we're here with mom and dad that's right the 2017 film Mom and Dad, like you said, not Mom uh, and Dad Save the World, because I always, every time uh, I start searching that in, it, it auto fills it to Save the World. Like, no, not that movie. That movie's good too, but no. God damn it! You've seen that one, right? No. Oh god damn it! It's real good. But uh, I don't even remember how I saw this. I think it was either on like Amazon Prime or uh, maybe Shutter. I, I I honestly don't remember. I just remember like seeing it and was like, oh, that's interesting. And then like I put it on and then I just like really fucking enjoyed it yeah, well let's get some quick little facts about this film um let's see here it was released uh september 9th 2017 at the tiff film festival uh this is one of those movies that's similar to like mandy and color out of space where it came out sort of but not really mm-hmm. uh because the box office was 169,209 dollars <laughs> so yeah. this is a festival it's, it's a festival movie that comes out like for a day or two in New York and L.A., right? So it's not going to – it's not uh, – it's weird how these get made because it's like it obviously wasn't made to make money because it didn't make anybody any money except the actors. Yeah, but then it's like why do it? Like I don't know. Maybe they get something on the back end from like the selling – the licensing rights and home video maybe. I don't fucking know, mm-hmm. but I'm sure the budget wasn't super high. It doesn't list it, but – No, I mean – the beginning part of the movie took place somewhere, but then, like, the remaining part of the movie was just in the house and basement, so she just used, like, an obscure, like, office, which could just be anything. Yeah. And then a school, which is an actual thing, because they had, like, they shot outside, and then the yeah. house, yeah. So, it's gotta be super cheap. Cheap. Um, stars Nicolas Cage, as you heard, of course. Uh, Selma Blair, and um, a bunch of no-names except for Lance Henriksen, who appears as Nicolas Cage's father. Oh, that's super random. I forgot about that. It is. Yeah. Um, I remember you, like, when we started getting into the movie, it was like, oh, is this the one where the parents of the parents show up? I was like, I think, the, I think the buddy told me about that. The parents show up? What do you mean? Nicholas Cage's parents in the movie show up. Oh, yeah, at the end of it. Me, yeah. Because <laughs> um, uh, for some... The, the basic plot is Nicholas Cage and Selma Blair are trying to kill their kids. And it's yes. like... Uh, it's all parents, by the way. This is like a cootie yeah. situation, like that movie Cooties with um, 
uh, Elijah Wood, where the kid, well, it's a little different because in there, like, the, in this movie, it's just kind of like some kind of natural or some kind of shit makes your shift, your mind shift or something. But in, like, in Cooties, they ate a bunch of infected chicken nuggets. So the kids started killing the adults, like, at random. This oh. one, it's like the specific parents try to kill their own kids. Yeah, no, the kids, just their kids. No. Yeah, they don't kill, they don't care about anybody else, just their own kids. Because it's like, they say, like, that thing in the parent's brain where you have to, like, protect your children at all costs gets flipped. So yeah. you have to kill your kids at all costs. <clears throat> and that's basically the, all the explanation, which is fine. It's pretty good, though. But uh, it, it started bugging me because like, around the scene where Selma Blair starts chasing her daughter and her boyfriend, like, upstairs in the room, I was like, oh, this the composition of these shots look familiar. The way the action shot where it's like, kind of like quick cutty and like shaky. It looks super familiar. So the buddy here during the movie looked up the director, Brian Taylor. Yeah. And uh, buddy, I was not shocked because he also directed, uh, I guess some of the show Happy. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Ghost, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, and fuck the, yeah. The first and second Crank movies. A buddy, he, so he's a, an amazing director then. That's, uh, you know, he's got some good movies under his belt. Um, but, but the, the shake, the style of the action was like, this looks like crank. And then I looked it up and, oh, there it is. Well, that's why. God damn it. He was the camera operator on crank, crank two and some of these films. Fuck yeah, buddy. Yeah. I like when directors get their hands dirty as they say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I give it, uh, no. Um, God damn it. I mean, that's about it, because, like, really, like, nothing happened. Like, luckily, they, I guess luckily they didn't kill their kids. But, yeah, like you said, at the very end, his parents show up, and they're like, uh, like, like now they're going to yeah. be in it. It's like, God damn it. It's, it's like a dark comedy. Again, similar to, I don't know which came out first, this or Cooties. It's pretty, I think it's pretty close. But uh, 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 I don't think anyone ripped anybody off. But um, still pretty good. I liked the... Uh, they would cut to random like flashbacks, like the one where he's like building a pool table and it just for whatever reason can't fucking get centered. And then Selma he gets like a uh I don't know what you call it, the scale or whatever, where you put it down and it's like it looks good, but the ball keeps rolling that way. And then Selma Blair comes down the stairs and starts pitching him out, like, How much was that? Do you really need to build a man cave? And That's so Nicholas right. Cage in Nick Cage fashion, grabs a sledgehammer. He's like, all right, honey, here we go. I'm going to fix it. And just starts beating the fuck out of the pool table with the sledgehammer, destroying it. And then he starts, it is, when you get down to it, I feel like the message of the movie is, Nick Cage basically spells it out where like getting old, like I used to be so ambitious. I had the whole world in the palm of my hand. I missed that guy who would drive around in a Trans Am and fuck his girlfriend in it and stuff. And now it's like, I, I work in an office and I have kids and I have all these all these things to do and I feel like that is like the message like maybe somewhere in the back of your your mind you kind of wish your kid was dead <laughs> so you can so you be that young self again uh, maybe maybe I feel like everybody has has to have that moment where where the kid is just screaming and you're just sitting there like this would be a whole lot easier if you weren't here <laughs> I mean I've never had that. My kid was never bad though. Like some people do have like bad kids where I yeah, like you said, they're they're just screaming, you can never make them happy, they're like annoying. So so I hear like the second ones are worse for some reason. Really? That's what I hear. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like luckily my kid was good. I never I never got upset or like annoyed with her. She she was well, she turns thirteen, buddy. 
Yeah, that's everybody. I'm pretty. I'm. I was a fucking shithead too. At uh, and as a teenager, wanted to fuck everything. <laughs> fuck yeah, your daughter's gonna be the same way. Uh, buddy. What? But uh, kids, all kids are. All kids want to fuck. Uh, but uh, I told you the story that chick I met on the phone chat line. Yeah, you told me that story. Uh, I we all know that story. That. I know. I'm just saying, like everybody wants it apparently. God damn it! You were not innocent in that. I was at that point. Uh, I was innocent because I didn't expect that to happen. It didn't warn me. I was like, well, what? Damn it. Um, but yeah, like, like it's, it just it started out of nowhere because like they were like getting out of school, I think, and all of a sudden you just hear it screaming because like this kid got attacked, and then it's like, oh no. But then it realized like everyone's like running away from that person, like, oh, they're gonna kill you. But then some, I forget who it was, somebody knows, like, no, they're, they're not, they're done, though. But then, like, uh, someone else started attacking somebody, and they're, like, they're realizing, like, like their parents are killing them. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and one so, like, kid, like, they're holding one kid back, and her mom's, like, his, his mom's, like, come on, come on, Joey, whatever the fuck. And the kid eventually runs from, like, the teacher who's holding him back and jumps over the fence. And as soon as they got, all the parents got him over, his, his mom grabs her key and starts, like, stabbing him in the neck. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. That was pretty fucking good. That was good. I told you the movie's then, like, uh, God, bad. fuck the daughter, dude. What, buddy. The daughter and her stupid friend. They did everything they could to make you want to see the kids get killed. Ah, buddy. So that by the time they don't, you're pissed off. <laughs> they kill all the cool kids who seem nice, like the the maid's daughter who's just in there helping her mom. And she gets killed oh, off screen. It's like, well, she was nice, but this daughter sucks. <laughs> Katina. You motherfuckers! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. I knew it was gonna. But it's so fucking good. I was a little, um... I don't know. I guess one of the reviews I had read, like, kind of made me think, like, oh, he's gonna be crazier than ever in this. Like, no, he's just about as crazy in this and he was in Colorado Space. <laughs> yeah, if anything... Fuck, what would his craziest movie be? Because, I mean, he wasn't really crazy in Mandy. He was very... But he was level headed. I mean, he, he was he only he only lost it on the toilet. He was, he, after that, he was pretty level headed with he, killing and shit. He was crazy, but he was like quiet crazy. He was like the ticking time bomb mm. kind of crazy, where he just has this look on his eyes. And then when he's driving at the end, he got this fucking crazy look on his face that's covered in blood. That's pretty good. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't. There's this one movie where he plays like a detective or something. I think he gets kind of crazy. I think it's I can't pretty crazy. What it's called. Guys. Uh, maybe I don't think I've actually seen that. That's the one where like it takes place in this arena, and it, they keep doing different timelines. Like they're showing you different parts of the event going on because he's like a, like a, um, uh, like a detective, and he's in like a boxing match, and someone gets killed or someone something like that. But it, it shows you like the same like ten minutes over and over, but different point of views, so you get the big picture like at the end. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Nicolas Cage one time introduced Demu Borger on stage? Who's that? The Norwegian black metal band. <sighs> I guess I guess his kid is super into him or something. Like and he's into weird for money. shit. I don't think he got paid. I think he was just there with his kid or something. <sighs> or some kind of shit like that. He just got up on stage in some club or whatever. Like, hey, fucking Demu Borger, everybody! Or some kind of shit. God damn it. I'm trying to find out what this, um, who's in Teen Titans Go? Uh, who? The oh, fan? fuck, he got to play Superman. 
Wait, what? He got to play Superman finally, Nicolas Cage. Oh, god damn it. He is where he was supposed to in that Tim Burton movie, where there's yeah. a documentary of that. That's really good. Really? That was Making Kevin, that movie. Kevin Smith was supposed to direct it. The Superman movie. No, he wrote it. Oh, he wrote it. I thought he was supposed to direct it. He wrote he wrote, maybe there was one later, but he like he wrote the Tim Burton one and Tim Burton was gonna direct. And there's actually like they got footage I don't know, maybe from Tim Burton of like Nicolas Cage like in the suit. Like all the fittings and stuff, and it's just like this is so bizarre. I wish this movie got made. I wish right. it fucking existed. It didn't look half bad though. The, the suit? Yeah. They had like a bunch of different ones. They had like the black one, and they had like this other one where he got like because they were gonna it... kill him and bring him back or some shit too. Mm. Oh yeah, the movie was called like Death of Superman or some shit, right? Something like that. Um, would have been fucking good though. Buddy, you know it. And I, I think uh, they said that something about they had a suit that lit up, too. One of the suits, like, lit up. Yes, they did. Yeah, they had, like, light LEDs in it or whatever the fuck the equivalent was back then. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the only thing that looked weird, really, was the long hair. Like, Superman never really had long hair. Only when he came back that once in the black suit. <laughs> yeah, which I got pissed off that they didn't have uh, Henry Cavill with the long hair. That's all I wanted. I want I fucking mullet Superman in the black suit. <laughs> Makes sense. The body don't die. It just keeps going. No, I know. But we're going to get fucking uh, Black Suit Superman, buddy. You, you saw the clip. I think That's I sent right. it to you once. Uh, Yeah, in the in the Snyder cut. He doesn't have the long hair, though. Uh, can't ever make the buddy happy. But he's got a movie. He's got a movie coming out this year called Pig. Who? Nicolas Cage. Oh, we're going to add that to the list. Its plot follows a mushroom forager whose beloved pig goes missing. Oh fuck yeah! But he needs to keep Wonderland. Well, Billy's Wonderland. I see American. I'm I'm looking at movies he got coming up. Yeah. Uh, Willie's Wonderland is an upcoming American horror film starring Nicolas Cage. I like it already, buddy. (laughs) Damn it. Here's the premise. Okay, now we're not talking about mom and dad, but here we go. Because we're gonna watch this. We have to. A quiet drifter stranded in a remote town in Nevada agrees to work as a night shift janitor at Willy's Wonderland. All theme park crazy Nick Cage, a once successful <laughs> abandoned family entertainment center. However, his tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival when the facility's eight animatronic characters come to life. This is like fucking it's Five, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's with Nicolas Cage. Now teaming up with a group of teens who also find their way into the building, he is forced to defend himself in a desperate race to survive until morning. Buddy, I'm in. <laughs> Fucking sold. Fuck yeah, ninety-seven minutes. Fuck yeah, budget six million. I like it. God, those are usually the best. That's right. I'm seeing if anyone anyone else's names rings a bell. Guess what? They don't. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. So mom and dad. Yeah, I really liked it. When I first saw it, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I was like, fuck. I kept trying to get the buddy to see it, but he never fucking did. And then uh. <laughs> Now he, he did. was never it, on anything. It was, though. That's how I saw it. I, I think they took it off, though. I think it was Amazon Prime, because I don't have Prime. Maybe. Uh, you know what? That could have I would have watched it, like, right away. But, yeah, no. Finally, the buddy did it, and I was like, oh, thank God. So, I mean, but when Color Out of Space came out, I was there day fucking one. The second I could fucking watch that shit, I did. Oh, well, I know that. Yeah. So I'm all aboard the fucking Nick Cage horror train. I'll tell you what. God damn it. He's got to just stick to horror. Just keep doing that. <laughs> like, that's the best. It's not bad. And nope. Um, let's think of any other... 
And so yeah, okay, so so they're trying to kill their kids and the kids like lock themselves in the uh the basement in like the I guess the basement thing and that's where we hear the clip from the beginning cuz the mom's like trying to calm him down like I'm not crazy yet, it's fine. And then the fucking dad just loses it and he starts banging on the door. You no. motherfuckers. Yeah, like he, he, I, he took longer to flip or she yeah, he right? Cuz he was like what are you doing? And then finally he like turned on them cuz I remember at one point Either him or her was, like, defending the kids. Like, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden, they, like, turned around, and it was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Like, uh, they were – I know they went in there, the daughter and the boyfriend, to get the, kid, the the little brother. And then the dad came home early, and he sees them there, and he just starts like, oh, this is on. And then he tries to kill him, and then he fucking slams the boyfriend's head across the ground. That popped me off, too, because, like, he tripped the boyfriend, so the boyfriend's, like, on his, like, hands and knees. And then, like, you know how The Rock used to, like – look at his hand way up in the sky before he punched people. Yeah. They like did, he did that. And the camera was like behind him in the, in the air. So it was like a shot up close up of his hand and you see him like rearing back. And then Nick Cage looks at his hand and then he slams his hand down on the boyfriend's head and smacks his head across against the ground. God damn it. So like you think he's dead. Cause there's a pool of blood, but it's like, Oh, that kid ain't dead. Yeah. Um, and then later on, the boyfriend comes to save the day again. And then he gets thrown off the top of the staircase onto the floor, and it's like, oh, he's still ain't dead. And, um... Uh, does, does the boyfriend survive the whole thing? Because that eventually that house blew up. But I don't <laughs> know if it was before. Did it? I don't remember that. I remember what? it... I don't remember it ending like that. Well, no, like, not the whole house, because, like, once the, the kids are locked in the basement, they get this radical idea of attaching a hose to the gas line, and then around the side of the house... They put it in, like, the little window of the basement, and they tape it. So, like, they fill the basement with gas so the kids will pass out. Oh. Uh, and then the daughter, who – this kind of got me hot because, like, okay, the daughter's not Rambo, okay? She's a teenage girl. She wouldn't know to do this. She, like, uh, knows there's gas in there. She, like, takes a matchbook and, like, tapes, like, the, the, the striking end to the ground and tapes the matches to the bottom of the door so that if the door opens, it'll strike the – Striking ends like that fucking kid's not gonna do that, but buddy. That's just good thinking. That got me, yeah. And she wouldn't think that, so that got me hot. Um, but uh, the Nick, the parents think they're asleep, so they open the door, and then buddy, wouldn't you know it? The gas ignites and it fucking blows Nick Cage through a wall and it like <sighs> blows the basement up, but not the house, like the house itself is okay. Uh, um, it's one of those quick, like, big ball of fire things, and then it's out. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if that's exactly how it would go, but that's because the basement had been filling up with gas for like hours. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I don't but know whatever. It, it's fine. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, and then I think after that, obviously the basement's open, so the kids start running around. I think the boyfriend comes back and saves the day, but then gets thrown off the staircase. Uh, so he got fucked up <laughs> a lot. Pretty good. Yeah, and then I think as the parents were finally about to kill their kids, the doorbell rang, and then they kind of look at each other and go, oh, your parents, like, oh, was that tonight? Shit. Oh, that's so right. So they just go and answer the, yeah, so they just go and answer the door. It's like, hey, guys. And then fucking Lance Henderson pulls out like a, it's like a, like a shiv or something and fucking stabs him in the gut a couple times. And the kid's just like, you're killing me, dad, you're killing me. <laughs> God damn, so dude. it's so fucking good. Nick Cage attempts to kill his kids again, while Lance Henriksen, old as old as fuck by the way now, I know, tries to kill Nick Cage, and then the Selma Blair is like kill, killing his mom, 
because like he's your son. What are you doing? Yeah, God damn, like they don't get it. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand. God damn. Uh, it was weird because they they kind of hinted that Selma Blair was starting to come out of it. Because she was right. looking around and then cut, and she like shook her head like, "What the fuck's going on?" But then after she killed the mom, after Selma Blair killed her Nick Cage's mom, she's just like, "All right, I'm gonna kill my kids again." It's like, "Oh, okay, I guess never mind." <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's weird. Um, and then they go to the the Trans Am in the in the garage that Nick Cage gets in, and like there was <laughs> there was this shot where he like runs over his mom, who like slowly goes over the sunroof, and Nick Cage looks up and he goes, "Mom," <laughs> and then he runs into his dad, killing his dad. <laughs> so it's like Jesus. And then uh, something happens, and then like the last shot of the movie is Nick Cage and Selma Blair tied up in the basement, and oh, uh, yeah, and the kids are like, uh, "Sorry guys, we we can't let you go or whatever." And then it ends with like Nick Cage freaking out again, and then that's the end of the movie, <laughs> still tied up. It's it's a pretty fucking masterful movie, buddy. No, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely worth a watch. I told you it's like right up our alley, especially with the whole like the kids going crazy shit. Wow, absolutely. Uh, I I encourage. I know we're obviously late in the month here, and uh, um, due to time travel, I'll go back and edit into one of our uh, new old, older episodes, earlier ones. To uh, I highly recommend everybody watch these movies first. Like watch it pop, watch it, see what pops up in your feed, then watch the movie, and then listen to us. Uh, uh you'll get a better experience, I think. Probably, unless we hype it up enough for them to be like, oh, fuck yeah, and then go watch it. Oh, buddy, we hype up everything. It's true, we do. Done a picture uh, of me watching Society to the Buddy, and uh, he got hot. Well, yeah. I was actually watching, it wasn't Society, it was I was watching a documentary that's on Shudder now. That was that history horror thing? In Search of Darkness or whatever it was. I was mm-hmm. gonna... I was gonna ask, like, should we include it? Want to do a documentary on this? And then I saw it was four and a half hours. I was like, no, no, he won't watch Jesus. that. Jesus. Yeah, but uh, I watched it over the weekend. It took me two days, but I split it up. <laughs> Pretty fucking good, buddy. Damn it. They had a uh, John Carpenter on there talking about a bunch of stuff. Like they talk about they live, and I, I think that line, "I'm here to chew bubble gum" or whatever. Yeah. Um, I learned that Piper, I guess, had given John Carpenter like a bunch of shit he had said in old promos, like all kinds of shit. And Carpenter just saw that one. He's like, she used to say this. I'm like, okay. So I they it. just, he just used something that he had already said, I guess, in a promo. I don't remember it, but <laughs> so, fuck yeah. That was Piper's all the way. God damn it. Not bad. And they had Keith David and he had said, uh, he had never felt safer in a, in an action scene than as he did with Piper. It's like, you know what? That's pretty fucking good. Those wrestlers know what they're doing. Well, yeah, because they know not to hurt each other. Well, yep. some of them. They rehearsed that fight for two weeks. Damn. Well, I've never seen the movie, so I don't know. Yeah, I know, buddy. You've you've heard of the fight scene, though. You know how like it's like really long and like one of the best fight scenes in a movie. No, I've heard nothing of that movie. Really? Yeah, I'm being honest. God damn it! You've seen the South. I should put this on there. You've seen the. Uh... Oh, that's not a bad idea. You've seen the South Park, though, right? Where they spoof it? Uh, maybe. It, what was it? It was episode? like Timmy and Jimmy, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know the that. The cripple was... fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was. Yeah, they, that, a it's play on literally that. like they they basically take the fight almost shot for shot and recreate it. Oh wow. 
Yeah. I don't. What did, what did Jimmy want Timmy to put on? I, I forget. Yes, yeah, I, I, I forget. It's pretty good, though. <laughs> it was pretty good. We learned yeah. all kinds of facts today. I know. We're going to have to start South Park Buddies? Bigger, longer, and buddies? No, God, no. No, God. <laughs> it's just too much. Buddy, you have HBO Max now. It's on. It's it's on there. So you don't have to have Hulu. No, I no, I know. I'm gonna wa- I'm I'm gonna start watching over, but I'm not. I'm not doing that. Buddy, we can knock out like no. a couple episodes. They're only 22 minutes with no commercials. Buddy, you know you're not gonna want to do that. I know, buddy. Actually, oh, yeah. on my old radio show, I did we we did review like a couple episodes of South Park. Like we started a couple shows with it because it was remember Lice Capades? I think so. I remember us talking about that episode for like 20 minutes because I fucking loved it so much. Jesus. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. I got. I still got that. I should put that on my. Um, I don't remember what email I used for my old. Uh, because I started a podcast with my old radio show. I have one episode up, and I can't remember what the fuck email I used. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I give it two thumbs up. Dead. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, I also give it uh, two thumbs up. I don't think it's... It doesn't hit as good as Mandy and Colorado Space did, but I think it's right no. under there. It's if top three new Nick Cage. It's like, it's up there. It does the job. It, it gives you all Absolutely. that Nick Cage-ness. Yes, that that needs to be if if you've not watched any of these movies yet, those three I just mentioned, get have a fucking Nick Cage horror trilogy and just do that. Like, there's your night. You will not be disappointed. It's a pretty good night. It is, buddy. It's one of the fucking best. I'm kind of con- contemplating doing that myself sometime. Oh, God damn it! I know. Uh, all right, yeah. So that that's day twenty six in the bag. Um, oh my buddy, we're getting close to the end. My buddy, we sure are. It's the special movie number thirty-one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yep, can't wait to see many more fucking movies, and uh, I guess I can't wait for for day thirty-one. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's gonna be something. Don't worry, everybody. Day twenty-seven through thirty are still pretty fucking good too. Oh, you know it. Let's see. What's that? Um. Oh yeah, there's some classics in there, along uh, with some hidden gems. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you at the movies. Boo. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at Sandman Rios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!